What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Young Uses Podcast. Today, I'm here with my guy, Michael. Introduce yourself, bro. What's up, guys? My name is Michael, 24 years old. And yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Tell them like, what you do for work. And stuff. Uh, I, uh, I'm a server uh, Monday through Friday at IHOP. Uh, work in the mornings. Um, after work, uh, I help my dad out with his business. Uh, he uh, is a property management. He owns a property management company. So, in total, we manage about, I would say, like 40, 40 to fifty different uh, HOAs around Tucson. Um, basically, if anybody doesn't know what that is, uh, it's not that fun. It's a lot of office work. Um, a lot of, te- <laughs> a lot of tedious like work. Property management, right? Yeah. So think about like. Um, I'm the guy that drives around and like, if you have weeds in your yard, I got to be the one to send you a fucking letter saying to pick your weeds. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a lot of tedious office work. Um, but you know, it's, it's not bad, you know, it pays the bills. Um, my ultimate true goal right now, uh, I make music. I'm a producer. I'm a DJ here in Tucson. Uh, been sure. in, yeah, been in the scene for about, I want to say three, three or four years at those frat parties. I've I've played a few frat parties. Uh, Oh yeah, dude, man, playing shows is something I can't even explain to people. It makes it gives you that it gives you that awesome feeling. That is it more like adrenaline or is it just like excitement? Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. And like in a in a non cocky way, like when you're up there on stage, like I don't know, there's just like a you're like a different version of yourself. You're just so out there and like. I feel like I'm on top of the world and like, I know I'm not better than everybody else, but my mindset in that moment for like the show and like my appearance is like, yeah, I'm better than all of you right now. Even though I don't yeah, actually, even though I don't actually think it's your like craft, like if it's your craft, you know, you should want to, you should want to be like, yeah, like, like I'm the best, you know, like for him, it's DJing for me. It's for me, it's, it's fitness and forex. Like I'm not there with either of them, but I know like 10 years from now, like, I know I, I want to be like top three percent, top one percent in in the world for for both fitness and forex. That's dope, bro. Super dope. I think that setting these setting these long term goals um, really keeps you on track to um, hit them. How long have a uh, so you've been in forex? How's that going? So it's 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 pretty solid, uh, actually started in in 2018 with um iml this girl lex introduced me to it um i was in there for like two three months lost money <laughs> quick because i was 18 didn't have any type of patience <laughs> we, all, we all we all be losing money bro when we first start out it's, forex is it's a tough it's tough man um yeah, mar- sure. the markets you know they play really dirty sometimes um the banks don't mess around no the banks do not they will They'll drive something up and sell it off immediately, and you'll have no idea what just happened except that you lost five hundred bucks, and you just like that in the matter of minutes. But yeah, I like. I think I I love I love forex. It's I think forex is one of the best decisions I ever made. You know when uh, when COVID hit uh, at the beginning of last year, um, I was very like money hungry i was trying to find something i was trying to find a way where i could make money and essentially set myself up for life you know and 
Um, Forex found me. Uh, I, you know, I did the same thing when I started out too. I joined an IML, and those, those MLMs are no joke. No, they're not stupid. But I mean, you know, if you're a good talker, then like it works for you. But I'm not. It was basically just sales. Huh? Yeah, literally. Yeah, you just gotta like be able to grab someone's attention and like use that to your advantage, which yeah. happened with me, which is why I got in it. Uh, but I don't regret. I don't regret any of this journey. Uh, I've done two different IMLs. Um, I joined an academy, uh, Blue Capital. Um, Yusuf here, you know, he's in Blue Capital as well. Uh, and then that Blue Capital is what really elevated uh, my trading skill and made me realize that, you know, the success is in the charts, not in an IML. Man, that's hey, I should I should put that on my wall. The success is in I'm gonna repeat that for y'all. The success is in the charts, not in IML. And that's something y'all have to know. And man, I know it seems like we're bashing IML, but really that's not what it is. We're just, you know, Michael and I, we're both pretty much against any type of any type of MLMs, especially with Forex, just because they, they give the wrong idea. Like they give people the idea that they can come in and make six figures in two months, which I mean is possible, but that's like 0.0001% of, of all people that that start trading. And to do that, you would need like 10, 15K in, in, in capital like already. So you're going to have to have those, those savings. But what his point is that you have to be putting in the work on the charts, you know, reading the news, uh, doing your back testing, you know, watching more videos, reading the, the trading Bible, the candlestick trading Bible, you know, um, making sure you know while you're, Buy limits, buy stop, sell limits, sell stop, you know, all, all those terms, you know, knowing all the all the candle patterns and just keep putting in at work. And that's more important than any academy or, or company that you're in. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with that a hundred percent. If I could if I could go back in time and tell my 14-year-old self, freshman year of high school, um, what I should be looking into when I got older. Man, I would have forex at 14. Forex at 14. <laughs> or or even just the stock market, bro. Like, learn learn about the stock market. You know, the stock market makes the quickest millionaires. And like, I'm the kind of guy that doesn't want to sit around, you know, working a nine to five job five days a week for the rest of my life. Like, I want to live my life. I want to be able to travel freely. I want to, I want to do tons of things. I don't ever want to be locked down in an office, hunched over with a hunchback for the rest of my life to you know maybe retire fuck that i'm gonna set myself i'm trying to set myself up now bro you know when i get when i have my family like we're gonna have a house we're gonna never ever have to worry about money because we're gonna have it so right now like when you're young grind when you're young you know have fun when you're young take chances when you're young because the older you get the harder it is to take these chances you know like you just when you get older like more things start coming up you know yes, your the bills start yeah, losing losing a, losing a thousand in the market at 20 is way different from losing a thousand in the market at, at 40 exactly like, yeah exactly like at 40 years old the your bills are probably going to be three times higher that stack is yeah. going to be three times higher than what you have right now mortgage maybe student loan maybe car payment there's a kids college whatever yep yep um there's this guy uh, his name is gary i don't remember his last name but he's a uh, really big on social media you know what i'm talking about you know, oh gary uh, what's his gary name v. Yeah, yeah, yeah gary, gary v. v see he 
I love him, dude. I love how honest yeah. he is. Like, he he gets right to the point, and like he vocalizes that when you're young to take chances because when you get older, you're not gonna get the chances to take the chances you do now. Right, right. You know, because I think I think there has to be a balance. You know, I've met people on all ends of the ends of the spectrum. Like, I've met people who are 21 years old and they've never worked a job or, or they've never had their own business or anything. And to me, that's pretty crazy. And I've also met people who have been working since they're 16. And I actually have a friend, he, he goes to school full time and works full time. Uh, and that's, you know, that's very impressive. So it's really up to you, like which end of the spectrum you have to be. Cause I'm not saying that you have to be, you know, going to school full time, working full time, doing four X three, four hours a day. Cause I mean, you could do that, but you're probably going to get burned out. But I would say just find where you, you are in the spectrum and just put in, you could put in even literally 15, 20 minutes a day at Forex instead of one episode of your favorite TV show. And a year from now, like you could be making 500 a week or making a thousand a week or, or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And like, if you really think about it, like that's just the beginning because I mean, I have, I have homies personally making 20, 30 K a month off these charts dude Doctor money. straight up like and they're what, 26 25, yeah 25 26 years old you know driving a he's driving a brand new mercedes um another one of my uh he was my mentor but i can call him a friend now he lives out in la like he made 100k on monday trading gold like this dude like 100k in one day 100k in one day and, and you know pro, pro. yeah i actually i met him uh through blue capital I remember when he had $10,000 in his account and then he ran it up to a hundred K and then I think he left the Academy and yeah, then like, I don't need this shit. literally, bro, literally. And yeah. then the next thing I know, like he hit a mill and now he, he has a million, he has a million dollar account that he trades with. He's one of the coolest, most humble people I've ever met in my entire life. Sounds like a swaggy C. Swaggy you know who that is? No, I don't. So, um, so, so Swaggy C, like he's actually one of my, 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 you know, like a mentor, but he's one of my like biggest, like, like motivate, like just like how people look up to like, Oh, is this the guy on uh, YouTube? The, the one with the YouTube channel? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I know who that is. Yeah. yeah he's like, he's like almost like the equivalent of, of like, of like Kobe in, in trading. Like I wouldn't say he's like to that level as much as Kobe was, but he's still very influential. And like his story is crazy. Cause he, gra- he, he didn't, he went to college for three years, left with a hundred K in debt. Imagine being like 22 with 100k in debt, and then boom, three years later at 25, he's a multi-millionaire. All from, all from trading currencies, stocks, and crypto. Man, that's insane. You know the money's out there. You know, you just got to be hungry enough to go get it. And a lot of people, um, you know, you're afraid. They're afraid of change. And sure. the thing is, is that if you can't change or move on, then you won't be able to do anything and you'll just be stuck. You'll be in a rut. You have to be able to adapt to today's world, which is why, you know, millionaires stay millionaires because they continue to adapt with what's going on around. You know, there's people, you know, you can meet someone that's dead broke. You meet two people that's dead broke. One of them has the mindset that they're going to become a millionaire. And then you have the other one that's just going to sulk and you know what, give up on, give up. And you miss a hundred percent of the chances that you don't take. So if you don't try something now, then you're never going to know what the outcome is. And guess what? 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, maybe even a year down the road, you're going to look back and say, you know what? Like if I started learning about this a year ago, where would I be at right now? 
Yes, sir. And, you know, I, I think about that all the time, especially for me. Like, sometimes I'll be kicking myself in, in the butt because, you know, I literally found out about Forex in, in August 2018, and now we're in February 2021. So it's literally been, I, I don't know, like two years and, and four months. And, like, to be honest, if I had stayed consistent with it over those two years, like, I could have been making um, six figures right now. And obviously, I'm in college, so I don't have as much as much time as I could. But at the end of the day, like, there's never going to be a perfect timing. Like, there's people who start college and, like, they have kids. There's people who, I mean, there's people who start forks and they have kids. There's people who start and, and they're in college. There's people who start and they have jobs. Like, there's people who start and, and they, they have another business that they're working on. So it's it's never going to be the the perfect time but you just have to start and and really the most important part is just the consistency you know as i was talking about earlier in one of my fitness podcasts like it's better to go to the gym twice a week every single week for the entire year than to go four times a week for half the year i like that i like that um getting into a routine is tough um it, re- it really is you know they say that if you can do something for 21 days consistently then it it becomes like ha- like a habit, you know, and like even I even I struggle um, with trying to get into a routine. I'm trying to get into a consistent routine right now, um, and it's really it's it's better to take baby steps if you have issues with just throwing yourself in it, which is kind of what I've been doing uh, over the past couple months. Really trying to you know slowly get myself back into a really really good consistent gro- consistent groove. Excuse me, um, but. Yeah, I uh, I think that as a young kid, boy, girl, uh, you need to go out there and you need to take chances. Now's the best time to do it. Yes, sir. Because um, you know, I don't know, like what you were talking about with with the jobs. Because the way the way I feel is like I think every job is is overworked and underpaid. Like whether it's a garbage man, an accountant, a lawyer, a doctor a plumber, like a painter, a basketball player. Like I think every single job on earth is overworked and underpaid, but that's just me. Like, I don't know. Do you, do you agree with that? Um, yeah, I would say yes and no. Uh, I just don't agree with, uh, fast food workers making $15 an hour, (laughs) 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 but that's just, but they're still overworked at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I I guess you're right. You know, the United States is, whether you want to admit it or not, you know, this is corporate America. And they say that they care about their citizens and they care about us. But like, in reality, like, we just produce workers and that's it. Um, they, the government, they care about their big corporations. Um, you know, COVID was a perfect example of that, you know. COVID was probably one of the biggest wealth transfers um, anybody has ever seen in history. Like all these big, all these big corporations made billion. Jeff Bezos made so much fucking money. Like it was ridiculous. All of these really big, big firms, big corporations um, taken over. And you know what? Guess who gets hurt in the long run? All the small businesses, you know, the local the local businesses that, you know, that local coffee shop that you go to every day, um, not being able to be open because of COVID and they can't afford to pay their employees. But then you have Starbucks and whether you like it or not, like going to Starbucks is supporting corporate America. But, you know, I I'm biased. Like I still go to Starbucks and get my coffee, but 
you know, I love Star Starbucks is bomb. You know, I can't argue that. But you know, at the end of the day, like if you think about it, that that's just how it is. Like these McDonald's, Burger King, Subway, all of these companies, they're gonna continue to run and be super successful. Um, while these other small businesses struggle and continue to struggle to this day. That's the truth, you know. Um, I think a lot of people have the misconception that that is getting better, like people are getting more benefits and more insurance and and more social security. But I think it's really the the other way around. Or maybe it's more like, you know, some areas are getting better, but other areas are getting worse. Cause I think 401k benefits are getting like a little better. You know, people are getting more options for that. But like social security is getting worse. So at the end of the day, I still feel like overall it's getting worse. Cause the thing is, is you know, a job could offer you more benefits or something, but then they could just offer more responsibilities. And what are you going to do? Oh, I don't want to do this responsibility. They're like, okay, cool, leave. And then they can just go find someone else. Yeah, they'll find, they'll find someone younger, hungrier. They'll pay them shit because they know they can. And just like take advantage. And that's not cool. You know, Every we're human. Like we need, you know, you need to be there for your employees. You need to support them. You need to show them the respect and like take care of your employees because they're out here busting ass so you can sit in your mansion with the fire on, TVs on, and you're just chilling, drinking, drinking some scotch or whatever you're drinking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's that's just that's just the way it is. And that's why I feel like everybody should have some type of entrepreneurship. Cause like I don't know, just I feel like just depending on on one and this goes for entrepreneurs as well. Like you shouldn't depend on just like I don't think anybody should depend on just Forex for money or like just YouTube for money or like just a clothing business or candy store or restaurant for money unless you're already at the point where you're making like six figures every year for like the past three four years like consistently consistently year after year after year you know um but really it's for both ways like entrepreneurship or a job you shouldn't depend on on just one source of income unless you know for a fact that you could hit six figures or more every year like no doubt um but like, I think it's worse for the job. Like, depending on just one job for money is is just like, I don't know how to explain. It. Like, I wouldn't say it's financial suicide or anything because that would be extreme. But it's just like being comfortable. It's just being, yeah. you know, It's just that you're being comfortable, and there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. But if you every millionaire you ever talk to, if you ask them how many sources of income they have, they will tell you that you need at least six different sources of income to become a millionaire. So. It's really up to you to how badly you want it because you can go out there and get it. Um, it's just about it's about the journey. It's tough, but the journey. I think the journey is what's the the best part. So I've only been doing forex for um, like seven months, eight months, I would say, uh, and I plan on <laughs> taking that, taking the money I make from forex, and I'm just gonna start dumping it into other things. You know, I wanna. I want to open up a recording studio one day. Like I want rappers. I want EDM artists. I want rock stars. I want everybody to come to my recording studio so they can record their music. Um, I want to like, I want to be able to build a skate park, you know, for the community. I would love to have a big warehouse, indoor warehouse where we just have a fat skate park, foam, foam pit. Like even like a dude, like I think I love snowboarding and I would love for there to be some sort of like indoor snowboarding thing. Cause I've seen the, I've seen like these like special kind of mats that like you can actually slide on with the snowboard. It's not any, it's not snow, but
but you can like slide on these mats and like you know take it off and do a foam pit yeah. practice doing tricks and shit i don't know like i want to i'm i plan on putting my money everywhere and letting my money work for me right right you know uh i was actually talking to my my barber the uh, the other day about my idea my idea would would be to open a college for entrepreneurship like have a class where people would learn how to have a podcast a class where people learn how to have a youtube channel that would be sick yeah that would be that'd be super dope i feel like i feel like it could be like one like a trade school too yeah. you know the only, um, the only thing is is like the only hard part is like finding someone to teach it because i would have to have successful entrepreneurs and I mean, once you become a successful entrepreneur, <laughs> you don't want to. So it'd be like trying to convince a successful entrepreneur to go back to being an employee. So it'd be very, very, very difficult to do that. Hey, who knows? You know, an entrepreneur teaching young people how to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, if that was me, I would, I would love that. Because if I, if I, if I'm successful and I can help someone else be successful, I'll do it. What, what about the money? See, because my thinking was like, okay, let's say there's a successful entrepreneur. He's making, say he's like 30 years old. He's making 250K a year. He's doing great. Like he's in top 10, 5% of income for, for the US. And I tell him, okay, come come work for me. Be a professor for my college, but I'm only going to be able to pay you 100K. And maybe he works like 20, 25 hours. Like, do you think someone would be willing to do that? I think that if you're not willing to do what you love for free, then you shouldn't be getting paid for it. But do you think do you think there's ever people who love to do something but like they don't love teaching it? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, yeah, there are those people out there. Um, but I also think there's people out there that won't even take your money. They say, you don't have to pay me. I'll just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Might be hard to come around, but you yeah, know, yeah. there there's those people out there. But yeah, that's like my my long term plan. Cause I'm gonna be honest, when I first started Forex, you know, I was thinking about the Lambos and the big house, like everybody oh, else. Yeah, same, dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna literally my mindset when I joined, I was like, I'm gonna make so much money. I'm gonna go do all these all this crazy shit. <laughs> and then after I was humbled, I realized <laughs> oh, that you can't. Yeah, you can't have the you can't have those goals in mind. I mean, you can, but like, you should have a bigger picture. Exactly. Like your intention can't be. Oh, I'm gonna make a fuck ton of money and then buy a Lambo. You know, like have have good intentions when you're doing these things because when you have good intention, um, you'll notice that like things slowly start to pan out for you. Um, but if you don't have good intentions, then you're just gonna keep fucking up and then you're gonna let your emotions get the best of you. And you know, next thing you know, you know, you're blowing accounts left and right and like constantly losing money and you don't know why. But even though deep down you do know why. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with getting your dream car and everything. Like, you know, I'm sure Mike has a dream car. And, like, I have a dream car. Yeah, I, I, I want to get. Dude, I want a Lamborghini. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love a Lamborghini. And I want a Ford Raptor. Those are the two cars I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, we know, like, it's important to, to have that, that bigger picture. And, like, you know, obviously, for me, you know, opening a college for entrepreneurship, that's, like, a very, very, very ambitious idea that, you know, I'll be honest, I don't even know if it's going to fully work one day, but it's something that, that keeps me motivated. And that's just like my bigger picture. And you could have, I mean, your bigger picture could be as simple as paying off your parents' mortgage or or it could be as as simple as, you know, buying buying a house to live in with with like you and, and your two siblings, like your brother and sister, and just like having a paid off house or, you know, or it could be like um, building like a, a small 
uh, I could be building like a, a small charity or something that costs like 50,000 or a hundred thousand or something like, you know, it doesn't have to be something huge, but just like some bigger goal than, than like, than just your net worth or just like your cars or, or your houses or, you know, or material items. Yeah, I think I think that was well said. Um, you know, setting your you want to try your best to set yourself up for success because you know you're not going to become a millionaire overnight. Yeah. Um, you know, it take it, it could take you know it could take some people a year, it could take people ten years, it could take people twenty years. You know, but the important thing is is that if you can set up small goals for you to hit throughout the big picture of things to reach your ultimate goal. You know, you're never going to lose sight in what you want because once you hit, you're going to hit little goal after little goal after little goal. And if you're not so focused on, you know, don't worry about it coming to you in three months and six months, you know, let the journey and let the process happen. And if you continue to work at it, you will reach your goal no matter what, just as long as you never quit. Yes, sir. And I think that's the other thing, too, is people have to be patient. Like a lot of people, especially with Forex, a lot of people come in and they see others being successful in three months, six months, a year. And maybe they're like a year and a half in and, and they're not successful and they're like freaking out. But Oh, yeah, dude, the, the FOMO is real. <laughs> like I, 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 I meet people all the time. Um, I have people reach out to me who've been doing Forex for way longer than I have. Um, but, you know, I don't know, I guess our our grinds are different. I wake up at 5 a.m. almost every day. You know, I look at charts. Uh, I look at charts when I'm at work and I have like a minute to myself. I'll pull out my phone and look at the charts. You know, it just really depends on how badly you want it. But anybody can go out there and get it. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, and the other thing going along with that too is, is, is entertainment. Like you're going to have to decide here, like, you know, how much YouTube am I going to watch? How much Hulu am I going to watch? How much Netflix am I going to yeah, watch? Do, you know, do I really want to go to this party tonight? Yeah. Like, do I, I went out last night. Do I really have to go out again tonight? Like, it's just, you know, you got to pick your, you got to pick your poison. Yeah. And really like every, everybody is, is different. Like everybody has a weakness, you know? And like, to be honest, like we're all almost addicted or addicted to something. It could be your phone. It could be social media. It could be YouTube. It could be parties. It could be alcohol. It could be dating and, and, and sex. It could be wh whatever it is, you know. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I know for me personally, um, dating and sex is, is like a, a big thing that I'm trying to work on, you know, just having it in, in moderation because, you know, there was times in my life when I was going on anywhere from two to four dates in a week and <laughs> it was just too much time. Yeah, like with, with different people? With different people? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes. Oh, not, not that often. But, you know, it was just, it got to the point where it was like, so much time and it was taken away from my schoolwork and taken away from, from trading. And, um, and sometimes, you know, I, I quit trading for like a month or two. And I think that had something to do with it along with, of course, you know, just like the other stuff, like watching too much YouTube or playing video games or something like that. But really, I think the most important part is patience. Cause like, you know, um, the guy we were mentioning earlier, Swaggy C, he's a 25 year old multimillionaire, um, from, from, I think from, cause he started around like same age as me, 20, um from 20 to 23 he wasn't profitable like imagine working on something for three years and not making shit from it most people would quit after like three months but he stuck it out for those three years and now he's good but if you think about it, it makes sense because starting forex is just like starting a business and most businesses it takes anywhere from one to like five years to even break even but when people start forex they don't treat it like a business 
like they 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 try to treat it like a, like a job or some a scam or a hobby or something. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, you said it perfect. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just it's it's crazy to me. Um, but yeah, like if you're coming into this market and anything else too, like this is that's something that I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like when I first started this podcast, um, I wasn't really like taking it serious enough, thinking I could just upload once a week or once every two weeks, and it's like. I realized, like, no, I can't do that. Like, if I want to be successful, I have to treat this like a business. Like, just like I take my my classes and my grades seriously, I have to take the podcast seriously if I want to actually grow it and, and turn this into a business. And, you know, I've been doing it for, uh, like, about three months now or maybe, like, a little, well, since um, beginning of September. So, you know, October, November, December. Um, yeah, like, three, three and a half months now, maybe four months. And... Like I'm not making anything, but the point is, is I'm not concerned that I'm not making anything because I know I'm looking at this long term. I'm looking at this. Okay, where am I going to be uh, February 2023? Where am I going to be February 2025, 2027, 2030? You know, if you look at most YouTubers, um, all the ones with 500,000 subscribers, 750,000, a million, they, they've been on YouTube for like five years, seven years, 10 years. So, you know, you just have to remember to stay patient with it. Welcome back. Still here with my man Michael. So now we're gonna talk about snowboarding a little bit. So, uh, how did you get started with with snowboarding, and like, how would you say snowboarding compares to like skateboarding or longboarding? All right. Well, I've I've been snowboarding for about 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah I've been <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. You got the Sean White. <laughs> Hell yeah, Sean White No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I actually. I started out skiing first because uh, when I was young, when I was a kid um, trying to learn how to snowboard, I like my fat ass could not stand up. <laughs> I like, I, I literally could, I couldn't even stand up on the board, dude. So I tried and I tried and I tried and I was so unathletic, couldn't do it. So I skied because skiing's easier, but also skiing's for pussies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I respect skiers. When I, when you're good at skiing, like, dude, they shred. Have you ever tried skiing? Yeah, I, uh, I actually oh, skied. Okay. So I, I skied for, I think, two or three years. Um, and then as I got older, once I hit middle school, um, that's when I decided that uh, I was going to try snowboarding again because I, I did cross country um, in seventh grade. Uh, I played, uh, played basketball. I played baseball. I played soccer, actually. Um, so I was <laughs> I was way more athletic. So I was actually able to, to pick it up. And, oh, man, I – if I could choose between snowboarding or skiing, I would choose snowboarding any day. I think it's I think it's so fun. Um, one thing I like to say, uh, skiing easy, is uh, easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah, I feel the same way. And yeah. snowboarding is super hard to learn, but really easy to master. Yeah. Um, the difference, uh, there's honestly, I can't I can't compare skateboarding to snowboarding. Um, they're two completely different things um and the, you don't feel like they're similar no honestly no they're so different i mean they they seem similar but like what about longboarding can you still kind of be like uh i i've never really longboarded but honestly i would probably say no like yeah. the the best the best way i can describe it um is as a human being we go forward we go backwards we go left or we go right you know those are the four directions that we know yeah. but um when you're snowboarding it's a little different because you're on a decline 
and you're not going forward or backward or left or right. You're like sliding. So you're going at it at more of like a 45 degree angle, kind of like, kind of like this. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, so you're not really turning. You're just sliding with the mountain. So when you first start out, it's very, very, very unusual feeling to your body. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, I just ask cause like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not as experienced as Michael. So I've only been snowboarding for like two years, maybe three. It's crazy. Like almost the same, same amount of time as, as, as I've known about Forex. But, um, my point is like, I was thinking, well, what's a way for me to keep up my snowboarding skills? Cause uh, to be honest, it's a little bit of an expensive sport. And, you know, so I went to a skate shop and I was like, oh, do you guys think, you know, doing like longboarding will help? And <laughs> they recommended like doing longboarding will help. But of course, it was in their best interest to try to sell me a longboard. Yeah. So, so they might have told me that a little bit. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I think that snowboarding is one. Of, I think out of anything I've ever done in my entire life, if I had to choose one thing, I would choose snowboarding over everything really? yeah like for 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 sports or just entertainment in general yeah i mean if i could be a professional snowboarder um or like if i had the chance to like become that as a child i would have 100 percent went for it wow. yeah i i just i don't know man there's something about snowboarding i just i love it like getting to the top of the mountain and like looking out over everything you see everything like depending on what mountain you're at you can see tons of different mountains trees or just like open land and like when there's snow everywhere oh man snow is beautiful and especially when the forest is covered in snow and you're driving through the snow um i don't know it just it brings me it brings me so much peace i would yeah, say you. you know if i if i reincarnate into this world my next life i either want to be a professional snowboarder or a professional boxer dude i like i love i love fighting man like watching watch, i'm not i mean uh, the, uh, watching mma is dope but i don't know dude i love watching boxing and like yeah. i just recently it feels like more like raw yeah i, I, I think i know what you're saying because it, it definitely feels more more raw in boxing and, and more intense just because you know like they have to be so good with their with their dodging because they can't just like they can't just throw somebody in the floor and, and put them in the headlock so i mean i'm not discrediting mma or anything but you have to be like it's just a different a different yeah, I, I different type of skill i personally just don't want someone kicking me with their shin because that <laughs> shit will hurt like i've kicked the boxing i've kicked the bag at box at the la fitness like the punching bag and dude my my shins are bitch i have bitch shins that shit hurt <laughs> yeah i don't know how they like they be kicking and shit like their shit's made of steel it's no, it's it's, it's crazy but uh, with the with the snowboarding, so what I what I was saying is like, you know, I've been in it for for two years, and you know, I was saying like, what's a way for me to um, for me for me to keep up with it? And, you know, like, like obviously just skateboarding, longboarding all the time, like it's not gonna help you keep your your snowboarding skills perfect. But I think it's definitely I think it's definitely better than like than nothing though. You know what I mean? What do you think? No, yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. Especially like if you go snowboarding and like you start to learn it, um. I think skateboarding and longboarding will help you long-term because, you know, it really, it's all balance and like yeah. body weight transfer. And, you know, when you turn your skateboard, you have to shift your body a certain way to make it go left or make it go right. Um, so ideally the, I would say that honestly, I think surfing um, mm. 
surfing. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think of that. yeah, I it just came to my head. I remember someone telling me that um, surfing and snowboarding are pretty similar. Which you know what I that kind of makes sense yeah. because when you're on the water, like I don't know, I've never surfed, so I can't I can't say like right, right. whether or not. But I mean, no, I I get that for sure because like snowboarding, you're just using the snow to move around. Surfing, you're using the water to move around. So it's like it's very similar. The only thing is, is you know, um, I think falling while snowboarding would probably hurt a lot more than than falling while surfing just because falling on snow hurts hurts a lot more than falling into water yeah dude like (laughs) if if anyone out there is looking to snowboard just be prepared to have a bruised ass you're gonna fall on your butt a thousand times but once you figure it out oh man it's so much fun and like it makes you feel so good it's so rewarding yeah, you know, obviously it takes a certain a certain type of person. Like I would I wouldn't say you don't have to be a super adventurous person, but you have to be like at least a little bit of an adrenaline junkie to get into snowboarding and even even skiing too cuz I'm not going to lie, sometimes um there's been times where I was been I was been a little scared when I was going fast down down the mountain and I wanted to stop it at the same time it kept me it kept me coming back to to going down the slopes just cuz it's like it's just a, a, it's a, it's a great feeling like when you're going down the mountain you're not thinking about school. You're not thinking about family issues. You're not thinking about rent. You're not thinking about dating. Like none of that. You're just in the moment having a good vibe. And, you know, of course you can get that same th- feeling through like basketball or soccer or football or something like that. But I think when it's something like snowboarding or motorcycles or skydiving or something where all the air is like rushing into you, it's just like a different a different type of zone and like a different type of piece as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh... – I would have to agree with that 100%. I really want to – honestly, my uh, my goal right now is I really want to move to Colorado. Colorado Colorado's where I want to end up. Yeah. Uh, I want to go to – Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, I am. I've been, in, I've been in Arizona for 24 years, my whole life. You know, I was born in San Diego, but my dad moved us out here to Tucson when I was a baby. So I've been I've been here ever since. I'm ready for – I'm ready for a nice change. Um, Tucson sucks. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but 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 you know what? I will admit though, Arizona as a state, Arizona's pretty dope. As a dude, state. we have it so good. Like we don't we have, have to work. Yeah, we 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 can do everything. We got lakes. We got winter sports. We got summer sports. Um, we don't have to worry about like hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes. so yeah literally like i mean we get like what heavy rain sometimes and it'll flood for like 30 minutes and then it'll clear out like you know and also like we get all four seasons man we got a beautiful desert you know and then you drive four hours up north and next thing you know you're in the mountains um we have the grand canyon like you know something something that's crazy but i've actually heard that flagstaff is colder than than denver and even some places in the midwest really i didn't know that that's a that's interesting that doesn't surprise me either yeah i remember i was gonna go to nau but i was like man this is almost colder than michigan it's like two feet of snow and i was like hell no it's too much snow for me i just use it for snowboarding (laughs) oh i'd be happy up there I expect they're, they're expecting some snow. We'll see. I know this year, this snow season this year has been kind of rocky. Um, we got they got a uh, sunrise and snow bowl. They both got dumped on about three weeks ago. Um, sun, I was actually up there and sunrise got three feet of snow on um, three days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think snow bowl got way more. Uh, snow bowl got 
hit took like half of the storm that should have hit sunrise. I was pissed. But um, last week it was supposed to snow too, but it ended up raining. It rained at the <laughs> it rained at the mountain. It rained on the snow. Uh, so I mean, I I've been snowboarding like eight or nine times this year. I got myself a season pass. Anyone out there that snowboards, hundred fifty dollars for a season pass at sunrise if you're a college student. I'm not a college student, but my fake fo- my fake transcript says I'm a college student. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we out here making it. We making it work. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, I actually, if it's something that, if it's one thing, if it's one thing that I do regret about my my time in college is not is not going snowboarding more because you know I've been living in in Tucson for five years and. I've been knowing how to snowboard since my freshman year of college, but I was just, I wasn't, I didn't put in enough work to to have the money. But like going back, if I could go back in time when I was 18, I would have been like, no, Yusuf, like work harder, get that money and buy the season pass. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad that Michael mentioned to me and everything because, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to get it right now just because, you know, the, the season's going to be over in like a month, maybe like a month and a half. But, yeah. but for sure. For sure, for for twenty twenty two, like I'm, I'm definitely gonna get, uh, I'm definitely gonna be getting a, a season pass either to Flagstaff or or Snowball or Sunrise or something like that. You know, get it around. Um, when do you buy it usually, though? Um, I think they usually go on sale like October, November. Okay. Yeah, they 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 get them out there pretty early. Uh, and the earlier you get it to, the better because uh, I know this year I don't think they sell out, but usually um, they sell out. But I think with COVID, uh. They're just they just kind of just said fuck it you know like just let everybody do it because they got this year we got a late start you know I mean I went to opening day at Snowball, um, and I think they had maybe like a foot not even a foot of uh, real snow most of it was fake snow and then sunrise that was just a fuck that was just a joke um, we we drove up we did a day trip so woke up at fucking four a.m. get up there at eight thirty. Uh, just to find out that the Bunny Hill is the only thing that was open. <laughs> so boy could have just gone to about eleven. Literally, dude, and like, oh man, I like, I don't want to hate on Sunrise, but they just like, there's no communication up there. Like, we tried calling, they didn't say anything, gave nobody any information. Um, but it was dope, you know. We made the best of it. There's me and like, there's like six other. Dude, we were going off, man. <laughs> there's a, there's actually like six guys. Uh, we came together and like we just said, you know what, fuck it, we're here. Um, we built uh, two like small jumps on the side, and then uh, they had a box. They had a box like box rail, yeah. so we built a jump um, up onto the box rail, so we could hit the box rail and do something, or just hit like this little jump and go down the mountain. So we made, you know, we made the best of it. But I would have preferred to not have driven four hours for that. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel that you know I'm thankful that that's never happened to me. Um, I think for me my my best experience was just um, about like it was like six weeks ago. I was in Denver with with my dad. That was a that was a pretty great experience. You know, just hitting the hitting slopes over there because I got to try skiing too. You know, humbled myself, fell on my ass a yeah. little bit. Got to experience you know that that again. And my worst experience was one time when I was still like learning snowboarding a little bit. I was on Mount Lemon. Um, and I was going down the, you know, you know what it's called when it's like, catwalk. yeah, yeah. Catwalk. I was going down a catwalk 
and I kept getting so close to the edge where the trees are, where it goes super, super steep. And I kept having to like fall down and get up and fall down and get up. It took me like 30 minutes just to get to the end of the catwalk <laughs> to where it actually goes down the slope. And then my friend was just like roasting me so bad. Oh man, if I was, if I was with you, bro, I'd be lapping you. <laughs> I'd be up on the lift like, oh, hey, Yusuf, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. but um yeah so that was a that was a, a crazy crazy experience but you know like that's that's how it is especially with like new hobbies or new sports like you're gonna suck at the beginning and you're gonna work your work your way up over that um another thing i want to talk about is is how i feel like you know there's also i don't know if you know i'm pretty sure michael you know this but there's like this stereotype that like oh only white people are supposed to snowboard and ski like what do you what do you think about that I think anybody, I think anybody can do whatever they want. Um, I think that racism and I just like racism is stupid. Like there's no, I, I don't under, I don't understand it. Well, not just racism too, but like I was with my friend in Phoenix and he's African-American and he, and he was like, you go snowboarding. I was like, yeah. And I was like, you should, you should check it out. You should check it out and try it. He was like, he was like, no, nah, bro, I'm black. Like I can't do that. And I was like, I didn't understand why he put it, why he put himself in a box like that. That's, that, that's like saying like, oh, you're white and you can't go eat Mexican food. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, that's, that's what it is, you know? <laughs> that's stupid. Any, any, anybody should try it. Everybody should do it. Yeah, I think it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird how people do that today with like certain sports or certain hobbies. Like they, they try to tell themselves, you know, and it could be someone else. Like it could be. Because you could have, to be honest, you could have a white person telling a black person, oh, you shouldn't be snowboarding, like they might be racist. But you could also have a black person telling himself that he shouldn't be snowboarding just because no one in his family does it. But no, like you should really ex explore different things because um, like I've done a lot of things that no no one in my family has done like that. Like not like no one in my family has ever played varsity basketball except for me. Like no one in my family has ever snowboarded except for me. Um, I want to get them. I'm planning on getting a motorcycle this summer no one in my family will will probably ever even think about that so it's like you just have to be willing to to be different and i think that's when you're gonna get like the full enjoyment out of life because yeah, you can't just stick to hobbies that like only your family and friends do yeah st step outside your comfort zone you know push yourself push yourself to the limits you know like test see what you can handle and see what you can't handle because once you know that um it just makes things it just makes things so much easier um but you know take it take a chance you know go snowboarding you know if, if even skateboarding like you know if you're afraid to pick up a skateboard like just get up go get yourself a skateboard and just go ride it around you know like i i just started skating like three months ago and honestly like i was kind of insecure about it because you know i'm a you know 24 years old and i'm just now learning how to skateboard when there's these little 10 year olds that can do crazy shit on a sk skateboard. Um, but you know, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Like everyone has to start somewhere. And I just decided, you know what? I'm going to go to the skate park. I'm just going to ride around. And like, you know, I, now I, I still can't do tricks. I can't do tricks, but you know, I can ride around on my skateboard and I'm trying to learn how to Ollie, but man, dude, that shit's hard. Learning how to Ollie is tough. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, really, really, the point that I'm trying to make, and I'm sure Michael would would agree as well, is like just to you know, really just explore and like have have um different hobbies because you know, 
one, the more hobbies you pick up, the more interesting your life is going to be, the more fun you're going to be um, having, you know, unless, you know, unless you're, unless you're, unless you're doing a job or you have a business where you're working 70 hours a week and you're a hundred percent fully, fully enjoying it and you don't want to spend any time on anything else. And that's cool. But like if you're in college or you have a job or there's something where you don't love perfectly, you're going to want to have some hobbies on the side to pick it up. And I think this is something that we need to work on, especially my generation, generation Z, because most of the people I know, their hobbies are like Netflix, parties, going out to eat. And I'm like, where, like, where's, where's the where's the cars where's the skateboarding where's the motorcycles where's the skydiving where's the snowboarding where's the swimming where's the hiking where's the scuba diving where's the going on planes where's the shooting guns like where's the atvs you know it could be anything i just mentioned like 15 15 different hobbies right there because me personally like i enjoy snowboarding i enjoy traveling you know um i've been skydiving and i want to do it more like i like playing basketball i like working out working on my calisthenic skills um, I'm actually planning to start uh, tennis soon, start practicing that as well, you know, planning to get motorcycles. That's like six, seven hobbies I'm trying to do. And, you know, obviously I'm not doing all of them every single day, but I do every, I, I do them like once a week, twice a week, and just every now and then. I, and I feel like it just, it keeps me a lot happier. And that's really the main, the main benefit is just your, your happiness. Cause you know, trying new things is like, is great. It's great. Cause you're exploring. And then at the same time, like, you're just making making great experiences where like it's cool to just have one hobby. Don't get me wrong and be great at that one hobby. But it's like there's going to you're just going to be limited to there's only so much experiences you could have with 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 one hobby. But if you have multiple hobbies, there's so many more experiences and doors you can open yourself up to and people to meet as well. Yeah, I think I think that I agree with you 100 percent. I think that the moment you stop living, you're dead. Yeah, like it, that. That's yeah, just. A lot of people did already. Yeah, you know, like people people wake up, go to their uh, job at nine a.m., get off at five p.m., go home, eat, sleep, wake up the next morning, do the same thing all over again. You'll never ever truly be happy, and you know, you, they, they might be comfortable with that life, and you know, that's fine, that's on them. But like, you know, that's not how it should be you're just allowing yourself to get sucked in to the society where you get your life you get your life sucked out of you you know you lose you lose who you really are and like it's really sad to see that because i i know 50 year olds that you know they just work and that's it and then i know other 50 year olds who they work they travel they still do all these things and you know what if you talk you know 50 year olds I actually do, dude. I, yeah, bro. Uh, there's uh, they shred, man. Yeah, but they don't, they don't do anything too crazy anymore. But yeah, dude, like they're still out there, like they're still out there having fun, you know. If you talk to a person that does nothing with their life except work versus the person that works and actually goes out and enjoys their life, you will get two completely different answers. And I think I don't have to tell you the answers that they're gonna say because, like I said before, you know, if you stop living, you're already dead. Right, right. You know, and like, I just, I just can't, cause not only as far as like just getting out of your comfort zone and, and enjoying life and having fun, but also, um, I'm gonna give you all some, some dating game real quick. If you want to improve your, your section, sexual market value, or just like your perceived value to others, pick up, pick up some new hobbies. Like I, I can't tell you like 
how many times I've told a girl, like, I play basketball, and she was like, oh, really? That's cool. Like, what position? Like, what what team? Like, what school? Like, how long have you been playing? Like, it just opens so much more conversation. Or, like, I'll post I'll post a picture of me um, at Denver Flagstaff snowboarding. They'll be like, oh, you snowboard? I'll be like, yeah, you know, I go this many times, and I have this experience level or, you know. Um, or once I become 21 and I'm actually able to go out to the shooting range because, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's another yeah, thing I like to be, do. You got to be 21 now to yeah. shoot a gun? Yeah, but, um, you know, like once I'm 21, I'm able to go out there like that. I'm, I know like when I'm going to be out there at the range, you know, whether it's once a, once a month or once every two months, you know, some girls might swipe up and be like, oh, I didn't know you shoot guns. I'd be like, yeah, I like to go every now and then, you know, it's like a little hobby of mine. And the point is it just it makes you look like you're not like just a fucking robot or, or a square yeah. or just like everybody else. Like it just, the more hobbies you have, the more interesting and unique you're going to, you're going to become. And I'm not saying overload yourself and pick up like 20 hobbies as once. Cause obviously one, your body can't handle it. And two, your probably, your bank account probably can't handle it, but just pick up things over time, you know, like start one hobby and then maybe um, a few months or a year later, you could start another and like so on and so forth. I, I, I could definitely agree that, you know, girl, girls find it more attractive when they see a guy who likes to do things, you know, like they, sure. they're not, then they're, Other they're step. Just like going out to eat. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's fun. Go, go on a hike. Um, you know, take a go hop in your car and just go drive somewhere, you know, listen to music. Like it's like little things, little things like that. Um, girls really like that. I think that, um, also when you have a lot of, when you do a lot of different things, the energy that radiates off you is much more attractive than someone else. I, I think that the girl, girls really pick up on that stuff. You know, they really like, if they, if they see someone that's outgoing, they're fun, they have a smile on their face, you know, they're like, you don't even have to be that good of good looking, but if you have that kind of personality, it doesn't matter what you look like, you know, girls are going to find you attractive. Right, because, I mean, y'all know me, like, I'm I'm serious with my fitness, like, I'm I'm serious with my grades, like, I'm serious with learning Forex, um, that's, like, my main three things right now, but, like, you know, I'm still trying to play, like, the past, like, two months, I've played basketball once a week, like, pretty much consistently, um, every week, and so that's been, like, that's been, like, my hobby, and I've also been hiking once a week for, like, the past, the past, like, month, and that's kind of been my, my, um, my my hobby right now and so you know i'm not saying like you know quit your school to just focus on your hobbies or quit your job like i'm not being crazy like that but i'm saying just do something at least once or twice a week you know um that you would consider consider a hobby or just something extra to to um to enjoy yourself and like i said it could be something simple it could be something simple like you know going out to the to the golf course once a week having a good time or or going hiking once a week for, for two, three hours, or, or maybe, maybe you just get together with some friends and, and, and y'all have a, a wine and painting session, like every Saturday or Sunday, something like that. You know, it could be like, there's really just so many things out there, but just like, I think like the more, the more you do, like the more you're going to be able to um, enjoy, cause you're just going to make, like, I have so many, so many memories from basketball, so many memories from from snowboarding so many memories from traveling like i have memories hiking like memories even just driving fast and and being and being crazy but it's like it just it just adds some some spice and like enjoyment to your life you know yeah i uh, 
I couldn't I couldn't agree with you. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you've said that perfectly. I think everybody should uh, try and live their life to the fullest, and um, you know, just not not worry. Like, don't worry about the bullshit. You know, yeah, life life sucks sometimes, but you know, at the end of the day, it's never going to be perfect. And you know, if you hold on to these things and let them get the best of you, you know, you're not going to be happy. Um, there's this there's this guy that comes into uh, my work, and he just he's so he hates his life. He he's he literally hates it. He hates his life. He's always grumpy, always upset, always mad, sad. Tells us about it all the time. Yet hey, hand him a snowboard. He can. That's literally a has. I'll hand a seventy year old a snowboard, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> but like, I like if he just changed his mindset. And like woke up and said, you know what? Like my life sucks, but just because my life sucks doesn't mean I have to be sad, you know, like put a smile on your face. Like your, your, your thoughts become your reality. If you think that your life sucks, then guess what? Your life fucking sucks. But you know, if you're going through a rough time, but you still got a positive mindset and you know, what? I'm going to get through this. You're never going to be sad. You're always going to be happy. Right, right. And man, I'm going to tell you, you really just have to think to the future. I'm going to tell you all, um, the, the time in my life from the time in my life that was worse for me was was September. It was like September, October 2019. Now, really, from September 2019 to December 2019, those those like three, four months um, in September, I was working a job I hated. Um, I was taking a class. I hated calculus. I was working from home for you. I hated that job. I was living with roommates that I hated. Um, and I also had an injury from basketball and I hated dealing with that. And I somehow managed to fuck up my car at the same time. So I had car issues. I had roommate issues. I had class issues. Um, I had work issues. And I had health issue issues as well. And it was just a very tough time in my life just because when you're dealing with issues in so many different areas, it just puts a different type of stress on you. But I just had to tell myself, okay, I'm going to improve. So I made changes. I quit my job and that gave me some that gave me some happiness. You know, I did DoorDash instead. Um, I dealt with my car and I said, okay, I'm gonna get it fixed later. I ended up getting a car the next summer. Boom, problem problem solved. You know, I paid a fee and I moved away from my roommates. That was solved. You know, calculus, I just had to get through it, finish with a C in the class, and boom, it was over. And then the injury, I did physical therapy, I recovered, I was good to go. Now I play basketball just like just like before, no problems, I'm back to normal. So you have to remember everything's temporary. Like if I was able to get through all the all those five struggles, and to be honest, it did take me like um, really like a year to get through everything. I mean, I was being a little lazy with the physical therapy, so that was that was why for that one. But I always had that mindset like I was going to get out of it. Like I didn't just get like stuck in there, and that's what helped me um, get through it. But yeah, that's it for, for today's podcast. You know, shout out to my guy, Michael, for hopping on. Yo, thanks for having me, man. I had a good time. Yeah, man. Hey, make sure y'all go listen to him and, you know, make sure y'all go listen to his music and just check him out. Half Dead, baby. We on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. If you love rhythm, if you love to cry, we make it all. Yes, sir, man. Um, appreciate y'all for listening, and I'll catch y'all in the next episode.